Jason Bourne was the tip of the iceberg. Who the hell is he? He's an outcome agent. He's treadstone without the inconsistency. We have never seen evaluations like this. You are listening to Don't Be That Bad, Guy to Sequel Remix. This is episode 331. I'm Marquis Mike. It's the dawn of a new era. We got uh, we got a new president today. Oh, it, did that happen today? Yep, yep. I, the inaugur- inauguration. Uh, high, high noon on the 20th of January, as the forefathers, yeah. you know, said. It, it, you know, it was, it was not, you know, outside of the... Um, uh, I don't know, what are we even calling what happened at the Capitol last week? An insurgency, an attempt Insurg- to coup? Yeah, uh, I guess. Uh, domestic uh, Terror Act? Yeah, uh, all those things work. Since then. I think there were plenty of peaceful protesters there, too, but. Um, yeah, I'm talking about the ones who just went in. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say uh, an attempted coup. Yeah, so since the attempted coup, <laughs> um, very quiet. It's been nice. Yeah, it, it has. And isn't that. Isn't that funny? Like um, Donald Trump really, really showed the power of social media and Twitter. And when he is silenced, how everything goes crickets on that side of things. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Which again, I, I blows my mind. An absolute embarrassment on America. Uh, I know that a lot of movie fans, uh, a lot of our MAGA movie fans, did not tune in to hear this, uh, but it's crazy that the president of the United States couldn't be trusted with a Twitter account. And we, and we actually, we saw the results of what happens when he's not on Twitter, uh, you know, for an entire week. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. <laughs> I have a, I, I have two Twitter accounts. It's twice as many as Donald Trump does. <laughs> I actually have two Twitter accounts also. Oh, so yeah, you got to keep that burner. You know, you got to, yeah, that's right. you got to see what people are saying about you. I got uh, no, I, I do Google alerts for that. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we're already starting off a new era. Wrong. It's this episode 332. I panicked because like, oh, you know, all my notes I had ready. The one note I didn't have was what episode this was. Um, the most important note of all. Yeah. Uh, and actually, now that I say 332. I, I got it wrong again. This is episode 333. The triple threes. Oh, the triple threat. Yeah. Nice. Half. The mark of the beast. <laughs> Halfway to the beast. Yeah. Uh, oh man. So, uh, new era, new pod, new America, 2021. This is our first episode of 2021. Uh, what have you been watching? Oh man. Well, we had. I, I got a good list here because we've been kind of off for some uh, unforeseen circumstances. Um, yeah, we had some weather. Yeah. Um, but man, Mark, I, I watched some good stuff this this uh this last bit here. Um uh let let's start with uh I'll just go back to the beginning of January. Um uh, that would be the first thing uh yeah, January one. Okay. I checked out the Netflix uh movie, the George Clooney vehicle, Midnight Sky. Um George Clooney directed and starred. Um uh, I thought it was a great movie. I okay. really liked it. I put that on. We had some visitors around uh, New Year's. 
uh, my mother-in-law was here for a doctor's appointment. And at one point, I just put on that movie, and I did not watch any of it. And so I, I, I couldn't, in good conscience, count that as a watch. Uh, yeah, that movie is a – that's not a social movie. Yeah. Yeah, you got yeah, no, to pay I, attention. I, I went to go cook dinner. Yeah, that that one is. Uh, I I really like that movie. I I urge you to to give it a shot again uh, when you have some, you know, when you can sit down and just and take it in. All right. Yeah. Um, then I watched. Uh, this was a noir alley selection called "The Strange Affair of Uncle Harry." Hmm. Uh, 1945, and this is this was an excellent movie except for one thing. Uh, Basically, it's a, it's about a guy who's he's living with his two sisters uh, after depression. You know, they had a fortune; their fortune's gone. Um, they're still living in a like kind of a mansion house, but they're just trying to keep things going. And the two sisters just um, really manipulate him, and it, it's just kind of about this guy's story. Um, it's 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 great, but it suffers from what a lot of these movies. Um, in the in that era suffered from is studio control of the ending uh it could have been just a, a, a smashing ending like a shocking ending but they did the dream the dream and um and that this happened there's a ton of movies from this era that you're like oh that was awesome but back then they wanted the happy ending you know not too you know controversial so like oh he he wakes up it was all a dream and, uh, and it, it's one of those and it is annoying as hell because it, it it's so cool and then it gets to that yeah you know when you do the dream it's just like well so there were no stakes exactly yeah, yeah. and then i watched a 1942 movie called the glass key and i think this is one of um veronica lake's first films the uh controversial actress harlot movie star of the 40s um and it's kind of a gangster picture we got you know uh corrupt elected officials and we got unions and um things like that um very cool movie i really enjoyed it um great acting in it uh then skipping forward here a little bit uh we watched the 2011 comedy Paul. That's the Simon Pegg, Nick Frost with the alien. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, I forgot that yeah. was a movie. Yeah, we watched that. That was when uh, we had the, the windstorm and we had no internet. And I just like, well, let's see what I got. And that was one of the Blu-rays I had. And uh, it's still pretty fun. Still pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, the the magic of that movie was all the homage it pays to old, to sci-fi kind of classic stuff like Star Trek and Star Wars. And, and um, that actually led to the next movie. We, we watched the um, 1990 classic Arnold Schwarzenegger Total Recall. Oh. So good, man. That movie yeah. kicks ass. That's a movie I probably, as a child, saw like 20 times. It is so I feel like rad. it was always on. Uh, I have not seen it in quite some time, so good to hear that it still uh, kicks ass. It does kick ass, and it still looks pretty darn good. Uh, um, man, it's rad. 
1954, um, Witness to Murder, one of uh, Barbara Stanwyck's kind of later roles after she quit being the sultry Barbara Stanwyck and went to the kind of feminist older actress Barbara Stanwyck. Uh, and she, it's kind of a, it actually came out the same year as Rear Window and it has almost the same premise. Mm. And it didn't do near as good in the box office as Rear Window. Yeah. And it, and it's there was the deep room. impact to Rear Windows. Yes, it kind of is. And, and, and because back in this era, you know, these studios were really competing with each other. Um, and, and so it, it was kind of, in production was was, was kind of corresponding with both these and and it was kind of a race to see who what movie came out first and, I, and this one witness murder came out first it's pretty good it doesn't have the the hitchcock kind of like uh i don't know the style and and the the, the intensity as is as rear window does but it's pretty good it's worth checking out and moving on, one of the more recent releases, we watched the Amazon, I think it's Amazon, um, One Night in Miami. Okay, I also saw this. That was, that yeah, was yeah. on my list. Regina King uh, directed the, yeah. was a uh, stage play. Um, fantastic, I thought. And then another, uh, this was a recommendation from you, finally got around to checking out the Peanut Butter Falcon. Fantastic okay. movie. Fantastic yeah. movie. Yeah. Watched that one last night. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. My one, my only gripe with that movie, I'm, I'm with it the whole way, is that the saltwater redneck does not believe you could do an overhead press slam without smoke and mirrors. Proved and wrong. I think that's why he never made it out of the territories to, you know, one of the big promotions is that he let, he let that belief limit what he could do. You know, and we watch while well, you know. Uh, uh, well, I mean, but you have a problem with that when that's a. I mean, that's just a like a really uh, kind of a, a realization. I mean, that's just a that's just a nice observation, Mark. Why do you have a problem with that? Uh, just you know, that's really that's a really cool thing to think about because there's no. I mean, yeah, he's he's the error that the saltwater redneck probably came up in 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 wrestling i feel like the overhead press slam was a pretty common move ah yeah but his was the atomic throw so (laughs) it's a little different he was able to throw pretty far (laughs) (laughs) yeah he was just when uh you know uh uh uh, the kid i can't think of his name but when when he's like you know i want to learn the atomic throw and he's just like oh it's all spoken marriage you can't actually do that in real life i was like uh you know hey man watch the watch the big times uh, a lot of guys are pulling off that move. You know, um, that movie, it's it's fantastic. It's really fun. And it has a hell of a cast. Uh, even the minor roles. I mean, you know, we got Bruce Dern, you know. Yeah, Bruce Dern that. just, you know, shows and, up, puts in, puts in a couple days work. You know, yeah. it really helps elevate the beginning of that movie. And he's in, he is so good, even in this tiny little role. He is, he's uh-huh. just like such a cool dude. Um, but yeah, man, what a what a fun little movie that is. Yeah. Um, are are we? I mean, I've ne- I never got off the the Shia LaBeouf thing. Like we talked about this when we we've done other sh- uh, another Shia LaBeouf movie, but like 
what was people's anger with this guy? Wasn't there something? Oh, I think there was a point. Well, recently, in recent news, um, his uh, ex-girlfriend has kind of come out with some allegations of domestic abuse against him. That's what it was in the last month. Uh, But I think that a a lot of people, you know, that's kind of put in with his his alcohol, with his addiction. Um, You know, I don't think people were surprised that like, oh, yeah, the guy who went to rehab and was an addict uh, was also not a great uh, was not a great boyfriend. Um, OK, yeah, because uh, I, so I for some that's reason, the reason he just became the punchline. Yeah, I think he was also like a paparazzi, like. A lot of like, I think he kind of carried himself as a douchebag. I, I think there was a lot of like going out to nightclubs, being like a drunken asshole. I yeah, I, I don't punch somebody yeah. once in like a bar and that, that was like a thing. Um, yeah, I think he I, I think he was not good with early success that he had in his in his you know early yeah, could, 20s. Couldn't handle the yeah the spotlight. Yeah, but I, I think he's a great actor. I think he's really good, and I mean I think we that was one of our things when we did Wall Street Money Never Sleeps was like oh, that Buffett, was I was Buffett's like what good you know but movie did too yeah like, yeah Buff is uh, good but just that movie sucked or you know I think you yeah. liked it a little more than me even though we both were not positive on it yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I think he's coming back around. You know, we got you know Honey Boy and and Peanut Butter Falcon and Fury was cool. And, yeah, uh, I think now he's kind of make doing more interesting roles and uh, hopefully he's gotten uh, you know the help he's needed in his uh, personal life. I, I, I believe he went to rehab and he's I think that's where he wrote Honey Boy was in rehab. He wrote he he wrote Honey Boy. Uh, yeah, so hopefully he can, uh, you know, keep his life in order and keep making uh, good movies. Yeah, I hope so too. And it looks like he's got a new one coming out called The Tax Collector. Uh, it looks kind of cool. Yeah. But you never know. Anyway, what uh, what have you been watching? Oh, geez, ah, man, I watched a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm I've been looking at this list like, okay, how, how do I uh, organize this? So I also watched One Night Miami. It's on Amazon. I, the first movie of 2021, a uh, new movie I, I got to see, uh, really liked it. I, really great performances. Um, it is a stage play, though. I think it's the only thing that held me back is like it's I mean, if you like dialogue, this is very dialogue driven. But you can definitely just feel like, oh, the source material was a stage play because it, it's one room. It's four guys. Uh, very cool concept for a movie, though. Uh, you know, I, I think that this was a real event, but obviously everything that happens between the four guys, the, the conversation is all fictionalized because, you know, no one knows what actually what what those guys did that night. Yeah, it's all speculation. Yeah, yeah. they could have just played Monopoly. We don't know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ollie was tired and there was like, hey, let's just stay in. Let's, let's play a little. Let's play a little Monopoly. Listen to some tunes. Scrabble. Yeah. yeah. And what? Yeah. They, they put on. Uh, um. Yeah, that's the only real part. They actually did. That's what they put on. They put on Bob Dylan. <laughs> uh, so I did like that. Uh, here's just okay. So I watched that. Watch another movie streaming on Hulu. I watched Frozen, but not the animated Disney film. This is a 2010, I guess, uh, thriller would be the best. It's, it's about uh, three young people who get stuck on a ski lift. Uh, uh, after- I think. I think After I've hours? I've seen that. Are there wolves involved? Yes. Yes. Uh, 
it's not very good. I think it's a cool concept. I think um, the dialogues, like the the writing's atrocious. You you don't like any of these characters, and then there are wolves. Um, quite a quite a lot of wolves. And I understand that the movie takes this may be a spoiler. I might be spoiling this for Mike. It takes place after hours. That's why they get stuck. They're, they're the last ones on the ski lift. They weren't supposed to be on the ski lift. They sneak on, and then they everybody shuts it down, and then they're stuck on the ski lift. And then wolves show up. I just I'm I, I'm not a skier. I'm not a snowboarder. I just feel like wolves aren't around heavily populated <laughs> ski resorts. But maybe that's what happens when, when, yeah, when you shut the mountain down for you know hey night skiing's over. It's it's midnight. Let's turn the power off. Pack of wolves just roam Schweitzer. Yeah, wolves rolling in, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're eating. Uh, the, the 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 leftover slim jims and mountain dew they can find from the from the snowboarders under the chair under the chairlift yeah yeah people drop uh yeah so i i didn't i didn't um particularly like like this movie that much uh but you know cool concept um it's a fun, I, I think i thought that was a fun movie oh, okay so you've seen it i have seen it yeah i i yeah. Did, i saw that years and years ago that yeah. i thought it was a fun movie but not good i liked like some of the I liked the, like the thrilling aspects of it. You know, there, there's a part where like the guy has to like, you know, climb a, ca- you know, uh, work his way across the cable to another s- lift and like that stuff I enjoyed, but th- there was a good portion of them just talking. And anytime they were just talking, I was like, I don't like, I don't like these people. Sure. Yeah. It takes them a long time to get in that chair, that chair lift. <laughs> um, okay. I watched that. I watched, um, 1985's breakfast club. Uh, yeah, that that's a great movie. Um, been a while since I've seen it. Not the comedy I remember it to being it, it, it being when I saw it younger, but uh, actually I really uh, rewatched it. I really appreciate it as a drama. That is, yeah, I love that movie. Gosh, yeah, yeah. It's really not. I don't. I don't think it's a straight up comedy at all. No, I always, you know, when I saw it when I was younger, I was like, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a comedy, you know, it's a drama, it's John Hughes, it's kind of comedy drama. It, it's definitely nowhere near the comedy like a Ferris Bueller or like uh, Pretty in Pink is. Like, this is definitely, this is definitely heavier than those movies. Right. Yep. Yeah. There's like and real teenage angst. Yes. Like yeah. real life teenage angst. Yeah. Uh, okay. So now here's – so I saw other movies, and so I'm kind of going to group them together. I watched um, – I was trying to work my way through the Bond movies. They've only they've now since taken them off streaming. So I only made it to uh, Goldfinger, which is number three. That, that's as far as I made it. But I did watch From Russia With Love and Goldfinger. Uh, both I enjoyed quite a bit more than uh, Dr. No, uh, which is the first Bond movie. And uh, out of the three – from Russia with Love is my favorite. I I just dug that as a James Bond uh, movie. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched uh, three other movies. Uh, kind of grouped them together. I watched uh, Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday, 1993. I watched Freddy vs. Jason, 2003. And then I watched Friday the 13th uh, remake slash reboot. Uh, that came out in 2009. Varying degrees of enjoyment. <laughs> Jason Goes to Hell was my least favorite of the three. I think I would I think it would have been bumped up a little if it wasn't a Jason movie. If it 
because the concept's kind of interesting for like a 1980s horror movie. And so I kind of just wish it was its own thing. And I, without like being part of the Friday the 13th franchise, I think I would have liked it just a little bit more. Uh, Cause kind of a, a cool concept um, of, um, you know, Jason uh, going to hell and uh, this being the final Friday. Um, that comes in at number nine though, out of the 12 possible Friday the 13th movies, uh, Freddy versus Jason it, you know, you get to see them together. It's not that good, though. Um, it's kind of a, it's a, it's a mean movie. Like there's just, I don't know if that means, like there's just, there's there's really nothing enjoyable. Like the the characters, they just, I, you know, they say bitch a lot. It's just, uh, <laughs> it, it just seems like a, like just a nasty movie. Just like. Oh, man, there's uh, I think there's like, yeah, these characters, there's mean and they are, you know, they're villains. But, you know, just as a whole overall, just didn't dig it, though, did like it more than Jason Goes to Hell. It actually comes in at number seven uh, for me. Uh, and then the Friday 13th uh, remake reboot. Uh, it's actually pretty decent. It's uh, it's pretty gory. It's it's pretty sleazy. I, I did watch some of the 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 features that came with the with the the movie. Um, and they were talking about you know the original Friday Thirteenth was like they saw Halloween and it was like we'll make it more violent. We'll make it you know we'll add more sex. We'll add more drugs. We'll add more violence. Uh, and it kind of it does pay homage to that. It's, it's kind of like an exploitation film. Uh, wow. It, it kind of remakes reboots Jason and it covers the first four movies. Um, you know it's not great. But it's it's very fun. It's it's more fun than uh, than uh, Freddy vs Jason. Like, how long kind of, ago was it remade? Two thousand nine. Okay. Yeah, and then been a lot of legal battles with Jason. That's why we've not had another movie come out. I think that those uh, legal battles have been uh, solved. At some point, and rumor has it, uh, New Line Cinema is we will get a new Friday the 13th. Uh, I don't know if it'll be a sequel to this movie or they're just going to reboot the whole thing again. But um, I would not mind a sequel to the 2009 uh, Friday the 13th. You know, this came out, I think, a year before the the Nightmare on Elm Street that we did for the show. Uh, this was just way better, like way better. Of, of okay. a movie. Is it canon? <laughs> oh, man, that's tough. Is it, it does it, it, it this kind of reboots it and it, it does it takes elements of the first four movies. But, um, oh, you know, I, I know we have fun with the word canon, um, <laughs> but as someone who recently just watched 12 Friday 13 movies, canon is a hard thing in uh, in the Friday 13 films. I, I, w- I would I think the first four do a pretty good job of like, OK, this happened last time. Now this sort of picks up. You can follow a, a timeline where this happens, and then by five, it's just they, it just you free range to whoever's writing, directing these. It's like, yeah, it's Jason. Go for it. I have this like this image in my mind that like you have this like small spare room in your house, uh, and on the wall in this room, like I've never seen this room, and no one's allowed in there but you. Even your wife is not allowed. But on the wall, you have one of those, like, 
you know, you got the, the, the board with all the, the, the strings of, of yarn and stuff thumbtacked to a board with all these connections of all these Jason movies. Um, like you're trying to solve a crime. Oh, you know, I, I actually, I, so I listen to this podcast. Because you've watched so many of them. In the in the year of uh, Jason, which which was this year, um, I, I watched all the movies, and most of them were on Amazon. I actually, um, shout out to to the wife for my birthday, uh, which was in December. She got me the Scream Factory Friday Thirteenth box set, and oh, so that's why I was able sweet. to finish out the next four, the you know the the last three movies. Uh-huh. Um, but now I'm going back and I'm watching all the special features, so I really am diving into the. The, uh, the lore of Jason Voorhees. But during this year, I, I went back, I, I found a podcast uh, called In Voorhees We Trust, and it, you know, hosted by two comedians, but they watch every movie and they talk about it. And uh, during the podcast, they had a board and they were writing down timeline. Here's when Jason was born. Here is when his mother was at the camp. Here, and they tried, to, and they're like, okay, the next movie takes place three years later. And I think by the fifth movie, they just scrubbed it, uh, you know. They they tried, but it was just like th- this makes no sense. <laughs> the timeline makes absolutely no sense. That's great. That's great. Uh, yeah, they are fun though. They, as far as uh, far as uh, these you know eighty slashers, uh, you know, you do a lot worse than Friday the Thirteenth. And uh, that's what I watched. It's a good set of movies. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, I worked my way through one box set. I, I got a new one to, to start. Uh, this uh, For this episode, we watched the 2000 and – hold on. I got my list here. Uh, the 2012 sequel uh, to 2002's The Bourne Identity. We watched The Bourne Legacy. Uh, the Bourne Identity, 2002 film starring uh, um, Matt Damon uh, – Clive Owens in there, Chris Cooper, Brian Cox, um, directed by Doug Lyman. This is a movie based on a book by the same name. Uh, it is about a uh, a uh, what is it? What is CIA? He is a CIA assassin. Operative? Yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's some sort of operative. Yeah. Uh, a CIA operative who wakes up in uh, in uh, the ocean, having been shot twice and no memory of how he came there. Uh, it is the story about him uh, piecing together what his life was, uh, all the while while the CIA is trying to track him down to uh, you know, clean up their their loose ends. Uh, did you revisit Born Identity uh, in preparation for this uh, this episode? I did. I, I did watch Born Identity. Uh, and what, what did you think of uh, on, on this rewatch? It's uh, it's still a pretty. I'm still favorable on it. It's still a pretty good movie. Um, and my I ha- one thing really stood out to me, and I'll bring that up later on in the show. Okay. Um. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the rewatch. It'd been a while. Yeah, I uh, I remember it, it's been a long time for me as well. I thought I remembered more. Uh, to me, in my mind, I, Bourne had the reputation of like, oh, this movie revitalized the hand-to-hand combat movie. 
I just feel sure, like yeah. after Born there were a lot more um, guys punching each other in, in cool ways. Uh, though on my rewatch, I was like, oh, it, it, it wasn't as action-y as I, maybe I remember. And maybe that happens in Supremacy and um, the other one. Yeah, I can't, I feel the same. I, I feel like uh, my memory of it was a little skewed. I, I thought it was a little more intense. Yeah. Uh, though, uh, you know, still still good. I, I still enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, I, thought I just remembered it being a little more action-y. And, you know, there, there are, you know, there's a very cool uh, car chase in a Mini Cooper. People loved the Mini Cooper in uh, early 2000s. They did. Yeah, they had a whole uh, movie based on it. Yeah. We, we did yeah. it. <laughs> uh, and then there is there's a cool there is a Jason Bourne fighting somebody with a pen, which I did remember. Uh, but yeah, uh, th- this movie did spawn uh, four other sequels. Matt Damon uh, was in three of them. Uh, it is, and I'm, without having them in front of me, it is the Bourne Identity, the Bourne Supremacy, the Bourne Ultimatum. Then we had Born Legacy. Matt Damon then returns for Jason Bourne. You have the order correct. Okay. Yep. Um, so in 2012, so J- Matt Damon had done three of these movies, uh, Identity, Supremacy, Ultimatum. Uh, I, they were all hits. I think they're all well-received. I think people like this, uh, this action spy uh, CIA government shady government type film uh we get the born legacy in 2012 no mad damon it takes place in the same world this time uh we we find jeremy renner is also a cia operative he is um to be taken out uh for reasons that uh uh, may be an apparent in the film i uh i'm a little shady on exactly why uh <laughs> he plays Eric Cross. Uh, you know, I'm just going to read uh, instead of trying to summarize it. Uh, he is a new CIA operative. Aaron Cross experiences life or death stakes that have been triggered by the previous actions of Jason Bourne. I yes, I can attest to that. Jason Bourne did some things, and now Aaron Cross has to get some stuff done. Was this your first time watching the Bourne Legacy? No, it was not. Second, uh, what, what do you remember about? Uh, the Born Legacy before before on this before this rewatch. I I I couldn't remember what the deal was with uh, the character. I, I didn't remember if it was actually Jason Bourne or something else. Um, and then I I really couldn't remember the the you know the, the plot at all. And all I did remember was had something to do with snow. <laughs> you know, I kind of had to say, I, I don't remember. I, I saw this movie once, probably in 2012. I don't remember liking it that much. I remember hating it. I think I remember walking away and go, no, yeah, well, there you go. You know, it's, it's not Jason Bourne. Uh, you know, I spent three movies, you know, building, uh, you know, they, they built equity into this one character. Now they just dumped this new character on me. Yeah, you know a guy, you know, you got a relationship with him. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember any anything about the action of the movie other than that there was snow and then years later i go oh yeah isn't oscar isaac in the born legacy <laughs> that is all that is that was my yeah. only uh 
uh, only reference uh, for um, for Born Legacy. Uh, more stuff does happen, which we discovered on this uh, rewatch, and uh, uh, we'll break it down for you. Uh, Sir, we'll, we'll, we'll work for you for the Born Legacy. Well, for the Born Legacy, what did work for me was the snow. I love movies that take place in like snowy environments. I always have. And uh, and the whole like first 20 minutes this movie does. And I really enjoy that. It was fun. Um, yeah, and, and I, I thought the cast was good. I, I, I started watching like, holy shit, we got Rachel Weiss. We got Eddie Norton. What the hell? Oh, Pope yeah. Cameron shows up. Yeah. Uh, uh, Albert Scott Finney. Glenn. Scott Albert Glenn. Finney. It was yeah. like everybody it was it was cool and and um and i oh man i don't know who that is but i'm sure uh, you you've seen his face in a million things um he was we, we actually did a movie of uh sin city dame to kill he oh. is the bear i guess maybe yes that guy. Yeah, and then like so his face just shows up in a million things. I'm going yeah. to be. He escaped from L.A. I think he was the bad guy in that, and um, yeah, yeah. So that you know that was good for me. Um, and I also was kind of like, like you after the first time I watched it. I remember I I think I was just like meh, but watching it again, I thought you know what. I'm down with a different character right now. Yeah. Like Alex, Aaron, is it Aaron or Alex? Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Cross. Cross. I'm like, yeah. you're cool. And I don't know where he came from. I know like the, like I've read the Bourne books that Robert Ludlum has written. Uh-huh. I, and, and the series was continued on by other writers, maybe even his son or something like that. And I don't know if that's a character that was invented by, um, the guys who did the screenplay, or if this was out of uh, uh, one of the ser- the book series or not. Um, but I, I know Robert Ludlum didn't come up with Aaron Cross. But that being said, I you know watching him, like you know what, I'm cool with with this. This is this is fine. Um, I thought it I thought I had good pacing. I had more notes on that later, but I thought the <laughs> pacing was good, scene to scene. Um, and you know, there's a, there's a lot of a lot of uh, scenes that take place in like this. Uh, I call them the, the they're the Eddie Norton scenes. You know, they're in like this command center or something. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of those are just like um, they're not action driven, but it's a lot of exposition, and I kind of like it. And I don't know if maybe I've matured into the Born Legacy a little more, but I'm like I kind of like all this talking and and bureaucratic bullshit. Yeah. Thinking back, so I did not watch Ultimatum or Supremacy in preparation for this. I just watched Identity. I watched this one. Me too. Um, But board movies, I think a lot, there's a lot of people in a command center talking and Googling stuff. Yeah, checking uh, out satellites. Yeah, satellite. You got to look at footage. Hey, he was last known here. Well, here was a camera from the coffee shop across the street. Triangulate stuff. Uh I dig that. And again, having now watched Supremacy or Ultimatum, um, I'm ready to crown Edward Norton as the best guy standing up in a command center talking. Man, he was pretty good. Yeah. He was pretty good, I thought. Yeah. I know we just watched the movie, and this may be a dumb question, and maybe this kind of um, says more about the movie than 
maybe I want it to be, but does Aaron Cross and Ed Norton ever meet up in the climax of this film? Uh, no. Okay. No, I don't know. He doesn't pull a board. I'm watching you through the window or, or, you know, there's no, there's no showdown. No. And I think that's like, kind of like for me, what was kind of cool about the yeah. plot here in this one is he's not a superhero. You know, he, he just like, he, he just wants to live and be done. Yeah. With it. Where Jason Bourne's character was like, I'm getting to the bottom of this shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think this definitely, you know, it, maybe similar to the first one where, where Bourne's just like, hey, you know, I, I just want to walk away. I think that's this maybe Aaron Cross. And had this, had there been uh, maybe more successful, maybe we would have seen more Aaron Cross films. But as just its own thing, I'm like, yeah, I like that he kind of just jumped on a boat in Manila, just sailed away. Yeah. Um. Yeah, 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 no, no, no showdown with 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 the big bad guy that how Bourne had in the hotel room with uh, uh, Chris Cooper. Right. Yeah. Oh, the the um the opening to this movie was pretty cool too. I thought it was just kind of a brief, you know, allusion to the original film where there's it's just a guy floating in the water, the start. Yeah. And I thought that was like kind of a cool, you know, starting point. Yeah. I you know, maybe this is just ten years later, but um, also really picks up the action from from Born Identity. It does. There is far more action in this. Uh, Jason Bourne, two thousand two, and I, I imagine he uh, he uh, matures into more more of the action star that you and I are remembering. But if we're just taking Born Identity versus Aaron Cross Bourne Legacy, I think Aaron Cross would kick Jason Bourne's ass. Yeah, he's he's far superior uh, yeah. soldier. The, the the throwdown in the farmhouse, uh, that was a great action scene. I think um, the the rooftop running in uh, in in Manila was very cool. Uh, and then you know I I like the 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 drone showdown in, in in the Arctic. Yeah, and that was this was kind of the time when uh, this movie came out when when that whole unmanned unmanned drone thing was really starting to pick up, you know in the military and you know there was some controversy over it and uh that yeah that was cool as hell yeah um bummer about the wolves though yeah yeah bummer about the wolves i mean we're, i we're do like that he showed endangered species and yeah. we're just like in a bomb he's just like hey you shouldn't have followed me should have left me alone yeah, yeah. that's what i say to any wolf who follows me hey <laughs> shouldn't have followed me because now now you're you're gonna get you're gonna get got uh what what didn't you like about born legacy well i mean i think the obvious thing here mark was that uh that final chase scene was like way too long way too do you think that it was so long because uh they didn't know how to end this movie do you think they ran out of story you know that that's a good point. Aaron Cross. So it, it and I mean, God, from when that guy shows up, uh, who, I wish they would have done a little stunt. I don't know if Clive Owens was stunt casting in 2002 or, for, or if he just turned into Clive Owen. I think but it was he turned cool. into Clive Owen. Oh. I don't think he was Clive Owen yet. Okay. Uh, 
Well, I wish this guy would have turned into somebody too, because that would have just been a little cooler. Yeah. It should have been Oscar Isaac. It's, you're right. They should have had the foresight to be like, this guy will eventually be in Star Wars. And Let's wasn't make Oscar him. Isaac really good in his short span in this movie? Oh, yeah. I see why he became Lewin Davis. Yeah. Like, yeah, this guy's a great actor. That's why I like him so much. Great actor. You take him in this little thing where he's just in this little hut making soup, and, you know, yeah. it's compelling. Yeah, that that scene, it just kept going and going, and but I, I have a little positive note on it is when that scene finally ends, that is the one of the coolest ends and most intense ends to a, a chase scene ever. I mean, I, I backed that after we, I went back and I rewatched that like frame by frame, like five times. It is, it's like, it's brutal. It's so brutal. Okay, remind me what happens. That when the guy finally gets like kicked off the motorcycle, just like the motorcycle flips and a guy just goes just splatted on that like pillar. Oh yes, and yeah. like flips through the air. I mean, and that's the end of it, and th- and that's it. And I mean, it's like, it was, I thought it was great. I'm like, well, I I sat through all this, and they they actually gave me a pretty damn cool ending to it, even though they yeah, could take it is not. I mean, if, if you're gonna spend Twenty minutes to be chasing, you know, it, it builds and builds and builds, and they do pay it off. Yeah, they, uh, they really did. And I, I was watching frame by frame, like man, when as I was trying to see like find the ragdoll dummy, you know, and they were like, man, this is it was just really good editing and and camera work is just really working in in, in full speed. It just is awesome. Maybe that's why that guy never went on to do anything else, uh, because he hit that pillar. <laughs> He insisted on doing the stunt himself. Things went wrong. It looked good on camera, though, so they kept it. Jeez, <laughs> uh, I can't even... What do you think that guy's name was? I'm trying to... Man, it would would have been, like, Outcome something, right? They're, they're all, age, all the agents were called Outcome. Oh, yeah. And the only one, the only outcome agent with a name was Aaron Cross, I think. I don't think any of them had names. Even uh, Oscar Isaacs, I don't think we ever heard his name. Oh, okay. I'm gonna guess he was Lark's number three. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he was the new. You're right. He was the new. Uh, the new program. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, outcome guy guys all got killed. Yeah. Has not done anything other than he was in Predators. And I remember him in Pre- he 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 plays the Yakuza uh, member of Predators. This okay. is the uh, Adrian Brody Predators film. Right, right. Yeah, uh, that's it. That's all he did. Okay. Uh, he did that, and then he did this, and uh, he had a pillar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that chase scene is super long. Uh, and I, I joke that maybe they didn't have an ending, but also. I couldn't make any sense of like I'm watching a lot of cool stuff happening, but I couldn't tell you what any of it was. <laughs> they had this like like okay in the beginning part of the movie, there's a real big thing about chems. Yeah. Aaron, he needs his chems. He needs the chems. Uh and so then they go to the Philippines to get more chems. I don't know what does that resolve itself? She she gets a shot, is he cured of chems? I think that's where the plot gets muddy, Mark, because yeah. all of a sudden, like, 
they do have a miracle cure that keeps him from needing chems and she just gives him a shot and it's over yeah it's fixed yeah it really is just like a plot device to say to to move him from okay you were in the arctic now you're at the why would he be at this lady's house well obviously he needs the chem she's a doctor he met once We're, we're gonna have this really cool chase scene in the philippines why does he go to the philippines that's where they make the chems right and then it's like okay but we want you know happy ever after he's gonna still win a boat he, he gets a shot. Now he's cured of the chems. Now he doesn't need the chems. And, 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 you know, there's like the whole, like, okay, well, the, you know, the, the beer cats were keeping them on the chems so they could maintain control of these guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just too, it was just too easy. And, and again, I did not watch ultimatum. Or I didn't watch supremacy. This is the first I've heard of chems. I, yeah, I don't remember chems in supremacy and ultimatum. Maybe uh, yeah, they're there. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah and then of course and then there's the ending so after this chase scene I, it just kind of feels anticlimactic yeah it's yep, just I like agree. all right hey shut it down we're shutting down the program or we're shutting down this war room he's on a boat and it, it doesn't feel like any he won or lost he just uh he just got away for yeah. now and that's one of the things i i, I found like Scene to scene, it was it was it was good. It was tight. Uh, I was it had my attention from scene to scene. But when you put them all together, it was just kind of a it just didn't make sense. Um, and, and I and I think you know I enjoyed it, and the individual scenes kept me in it, and and um. Like I got a positive outlook on it at the end, but but then I, you know I think back to what did I watch the the whole movie you know composed. I'm like, what the hell is this? And it it is right. It's just this like this letdown of an ending, uh, weird chem shit. You know, all of a sudden we're they're in in Philippines and and I like that whole that whole thing getting there with you know the fake IDs and and traveling together but separate and. That was cool. I like that whole, that whole like spy kind of stuff. And but then all of a sudden, all of a sudden they're there. All of a sudden she can just give him a shot, and then okay, action scene, go. And similar to how the chase scene builds and builds and builds, and then it has this great payoff. Uh, them sneaking, uh, boarding a plane, getting to the factory, it pays off with with uh, I think a great payoff, which is the uh, an all time great line by Ed Dorn which is just stand up and walk. <laughs> it's like that. It's like, hey, everybody, yeah. uh, all support needs to clear the room. And then no one moves and just stand up and walk. <laughs> that is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I hope there's a time in my life I get to use that sometimes. <laughs> Don't ever put me in charge of people because I'm using that the first opportunity I get. Stand up and walk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What is this? Uh, what does this do better than the first born identity? Well, and this is where I wanted to, to talk about the first watching born identity is, um, and I think because it came off as such a negative to me that this had to be better in this movie was the sound design. Uh, you know, you mentioned you know the born is like God. Ah, you remember this hand to hand combat stuff, uh-huh. and it's really that scene with the pen. But I'm rewatching that. And it has the stupidest, like, fist on 
punching sound effects. Oh, that and stood it, out to me too. Yeah, it, it was, was just so fucking annoying watching it. And I'm like, this yeah. is garbage. How did this even happen? And, and and so I'll say that this this one had better sound design uh, in combat. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that's just the thing we learn from movies as movies of action movies, especially have just gotten kind of better over you know the last two decades. Um, you know, you throw a punch, you hear that noise, and it's, it's one thing, but when so much of it's going on, it was it was like distracting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just that overly, uh, you know, yeah, the, the added sound to, to to combat. It was, uh, yeah, not 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 great. Uh, yeah, I because this, I do think these movies as more of an action movie. I I did appreciate just how much action there was in in this, and you know. Not not everything has to be you know a fist fight, but just just like even uh, Aaron Cross getting to the cabin just just kind of felt you know a little more actiony you know yeah was just kind of walking around reading files you know going to the safety deposit box this was you know guy in the woods climbing stuff running from wolves yeah man man versus nature always man versus nature always works I could have just used. If they were like Born Legacy, it's a spinoff of Born. We're, we make no reference to the CIA. We make no references to Jason Bourne. It is simply this guy gets dropped off. He has to get to point from his drop-off point to a cabin to meet uh, Oscar Isaac, and it's an hour and a half of that. I'd be in. Yeah, you know, I kind of being that it's uh, attached to Born. By title, is a is a is a big detriment to this movie. I think, uh, because I, I think it would have been cool if you know we hear these keywords through the movie like Black Briar and that kind of thing that that yeah. we remember and be like, hey, what's that from? And then we see you know, a wanted poster of of Matt Damon. Yeah, or but, uh, the carving, the 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 carving in the bed. Yeah, yeah. It says Jason Bourne. That would have been it would have been way cooler had we not known, okay, this is linked to Bourne going in. You know, yeah. maybe they showed a flash in that a preview to get like big Bourne fans there. But it'd been much cooler if if it was kind of left us down on its own and then just like, oh, by the way, guess who's here? You know, yeah, if they would have called this here. something else. Just called it Legacy. The, the movie's called Legacy. It stars um uh, Jeremy Renner. He is a CIA operative who um, somehow gets stranded in the wilderness, the Arctic wilderness. So it's kind of like The Revenant. It's just called Legacy. And then you get that viral marketing campaign the same way like everyone heard that Overwatch, Overlook, Overlord. Yeah, Overlord was a um, Cloverfield uh, movie. (laughs) Every, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you hear? Yeah, there's, it's a World War II Cloverfield movie, but set in the same universe. And then you watch Overlord, and you're like, that's not true, but this movie was pretty cool. Except except the payoff is it is in the Bourne movie, except there's no reference to Jason Bourne except at the end. Yeah, yeah, just just in passing or, at, yeah. you know, my, yeah, my you, favorite yeah, thing, you hear the newspaper in the wind. <laughs> he gets there. <laughs> Him and Oscar Isaac are having soup, and then a newspaper blows by. (laughs) 
get stuck on a post. You got to read the headline. Jason Bourne at it again. <laughs> yeah, I think I would uh, think I would like that. Did this suffers from um, Jason goes to hell, the final Friday syndrome, which is I think I would like this more if it wasn't attached to an already existing franchise where I had expectations. Yeah, it's like a franchise hangover. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's it, yeah, it's like hey, we had this franchise and let's uh, well, one too many drinks, so you feel crappy in the morning. So I'll jump because this kind of leads me to the next question, or I'll jump right to it. Do you have to watch the Born Identity or maybe even the Born Ultimatum to watch the Born Legacy? I don't think so. I think this I think this stands on its own just fine. They they fill you in uh, with with uh you know the exposition and and just kind of the illusions like enough as you go. That and I don't think it's like things that like oh remember from the first thing that happened no they they're they're pretty explicit on what's going on in the world um so i I don't really think you do i think i think there's there's enough talk of jason Bourne and the mess he made as i if you if you've never seen the first three movies i think you'd be lost think so yeah and then that lady at the end who goes to the hearing or does something and people are talking about her She's not in Born Identity. I'm pretty sure she's in the Born Ultimatum. I think she has something to do there. I don't know if she's a good guy or bad guy, but I know she looks familiar. Okay. And, uh, you know, little things like that would help kind of fill in uh, the missing parts of the plot. Though I think you could also, maybe I may be disappointed where I go, wait, I'm a little lost on a lot of this stuff. Let me go back and watch Born Ultimatum Supremacy. And they never mention chems or... Anything like that, and I'd be like, wait, so what was happening? I, I would have to, I would have to erase my Friday Thirteenth whiteboard, start back over with the with the the, the Born franchise, <laughs> try to draw the strings everywhere. Um, so this movie, so it's so we had we had three Born movies, all starring Matt Damon. Matt Damon, huge movie star, it's gone on to, uh, he was successful before the Born movies. I think the Born movies kicked him into a new stratosphere where he's doing uh. Yeah, you know, he's just Matt Damon. Uh, and he's gotten better as an actor. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, he's I, really I developed. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I enjoy post-2002 uh, Matt Damon. I think as he gets older, too, the more I like him. Yeah, you're right. It is Jeremy Renner, so, and then... 2012 comes. They want to continue Born. I I don't know what happened. Maybe uh, Matt Damon's like, I don't want to do these movies anymore. That, that happens. But then he does return. Uh, they want to continue. Or maybe they just wanted to start a new story. Maybe they felt uh, J- Matt Damon fatigue. They want to do something else. They, they peg Jeremy Renner. He will be in the Born legacy. I imagine there had to be thoughts that Jeremy Renner would continue this successful franchise. In 2021, do you think Jeremy Renner is, pro- is properly where he should be as a movie star. Do you think he should have be bigger based on Jeremy Renner, where Jeremy Renner was in 2012 to where he is in 2021? I, if you had Jeremy Renner stock, is it up or down right now? I think it's up. I think it's definitely up. Um, I, for me, the fact that he is uh, gosh i don't know because 
didn't this movie come out about when the Avengers started to happen? Um, yeah, I, I, I would say, so this is 2012. He was in the first, he first appears in Thor, which was, would be before this movie. Um, Okay, here I, I I have it. Here. I mean, his big breakout was Hurt Locker, right? Yes. So so let's start there. So so he's in Hurt Locker. Actually, um, he was kind of the main. He's in Twenty Eight uh, Weeks Later. We, we did that on the show, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. He he's he's the soldier in Twenty Eight Weeks Later. He like dies like halfway through the film, but you feel like he's the main guy. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, but then he does the Hurt Locker. He goes on to do the town. Then he has a small appearance in Thor. Uh, then he's in Ghost Protocol, Avengers, Born Legacy. I think, I think, had Jeremy Renner not got involved with Marvel, he would be higher right now. And I know Avengers is the top, right? Marvel's the top of the game right now. As oh, yeah. far so, as box office and, and appearances and, and getting your face out there. But yeah. I think it's a limiting factor for a lot of these actors in it that now he's Hawkeye and will only ever be Hawkeye. Um, I, I mean, I mean, look at Wind River. He's he's great in Wind River. It's just yeah. this, like weird little movie. No one knows about it. The few of us that have seen it think it's fucking awesome. I, I just. And then, oh. Got to put out another adventure, so back into the back into the saddle. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I I think he would. I think he's up from legacy, but I don't think he's as high as he should be. I think in 2012, after Hurt Locker, The Town, Ghost Protocol, and Born Identity, I I'm, I just think he would have maybe like Liam Neeson's like that run ne- Liam Neeson had where he was like just the action guy, like take in uh, the, the train movie, the airplane movie. Like, I just feel like Jeremy Renner, like I, I would go to the movies every year. There would be a new Jeremy Renner movie. I'd be excited to see it. Right. Uh, and maybe it was more the Avengers that held him back because while he's in that, it's not like he's Chris Evans, right? He, he's the sixth, seventh, eighth most important guy in this, in those movies. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he doesn't have his own movie yet. Yeah, and so while while that's helped a lot of those, you know, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt, uh, like those all guys became bigger stars because they're Avengers. I think it maybe it hurt Jeremy Renner that he just kind of played second banana to, to to those guys because I look at his credits and after that that run where he was kind of in he was the top build guy in a lot of those movies or you know in the case of Mission Impossible, it's Tom Cruise and then Jeremy Renner. It's all Avengers movies, and then he does here here are the the Jeremy Renner movies, or what I say the Jeremy Renner movies over the last five years, six, seven years. Arrival, Wind River, which are both great movies, and then Tag. And that's it. Fucking tag. <laughs> I just feel like yeah, I, I was expecting a lot more from Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I, mean, I think he's done. I, I think hit, hit Hawkeye's story in the Avengers is over. Uh, be interested to see what uh, he does in the future. But, 
yeah, I was definitely maybe maybe I was expecting him to kind of have like what Matt Damon's career is. Yeah, uh, it, that he know, should be in Elysium and uh, interesting roles, you know. Yeah, yeah. There were definitely just the his face should be on the poster of more things. But uh, and when he gets the shot, I I like. I mean, Wind River is a great movie, and so is Arrival. And he's you know, uh, Wind River is the, he's the top build guy, and Arrival he's he's number two, and uh, those are great. I just, I just wish there was more of those movies and not him being the eighth avenger yeah i'm, I'm yeah. with you on that yeah absolutely so, so uh with that being said would you like to see a sequel to born legacy you know i kind of do want to see a sequel i would like to see more aaron cross i enjoy, i enjoyed it and i thought why'd this stop after rewatching it if for if they ever wanted to restart up the born movies again and Matt Damon just didn't want to do him after Jason Bourne, the, the, the last one. I don't think they need to reboot it. I don't think you need to start over with Jason Bourne again. Although, great name. I'm sure that joke's been a million t- times, but Bourne again, it would be a great name. <laughs> uh, just start up with Aaron Cross. Pick up 10 years later and see where he's at. And he he gets pulled back in the game. Yeah, and I mean, clearly that's what they were trying to do with this, right? I mean, yeah. they were trying to extend the the that the the Bloodlum born, you know, you know, money tree, and it just didn't work. And and I don't know if this bombed or what, um, or or why they just, or maybe he's like, you know what, I'm an Avenger now. I don't have time for this. I can't do it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I will say the movie. Uh, Fifty-six uh, percent with with critics. Uh, you know, I mean, that's you know that's, not great, but it's not it's not not. That's gotta be average for an action movie, right? Yeah, and then box office wise, a hundred twenty-five million dollar budget, box office two hundred seventy-six million. So it did okay. Yeah. Yeah. People, maybe, were, maybe buying, not, people were buying new cars. Yeah, yeah. It's always weird when when you see those and you go. Okay, I mean that's a hundred million dollars more. Is that considered successful, or maybe because it is a franchise that's so successful, they're like, eh, it wasn't as successful as we anticipated because these movies should be making two hundred, three hundred million times their budget. Or yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I, you know, if, if they want to do it again, let's just, uh, you know, and people love old man uh, action stars. You know, we want to see know- Logan. Renner, Renner could be the the next uh, Liam Neeson down the road here. Yeah. I, I could see that. Who's still doing it? Still crushing it. I'm not gonna. My when the Marksman is available to rent, I'm gonna watch the Marksman. Are you gonna pay the twenty like uh, that Tom Hanks movie costs, or are you gonna wait until uh, it's like four dollars? I'll wait till Redbox <laughs> where it's a dollar twenty-five. <laughs> but if theaters were open. You better believe I would have used my regal pass to go see the marksman this weekend. Damn right. I mean, I saw the snowplow movie. Yeah. Uh, he's just built that that reputation with me that Jeremy Renner should have, uh, and we'll get it going for him. Just old man Renner doing action movie stuff. Also, he looks the same. Twelve years later, he looks exactly. You know, yeah, guy. he does. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Born Legacy. Did we need it? I, gosh, this might be the hardest one 
Um, uh, on revisiting the movie, I did really enjoy it overall. But I'm 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 gonna say no. We didn't need the movie. I I I'm with you. I I think this actually is good. I don't know what everyone else's remembrance of this movie is. It's definitely better than I remembered it being. And on a rewatch, I enjoyed it quite a bit. But it doesn't need to be a board movie, and I didn't need another board movie. Yeah. So, I, you know, again, this is this is uh, um, uh, Jason goes to hell. I, I I wish it was its own thing. I wish there was, there was this cool CIA movie with uh, Jeremy Renner. Yeah. I wish it was Green Zone, which I never saw, but I remember when that came out, I was like, so this is just like Jason Bourne, but they call it something else. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you saw the trailer, you go. So he's not Jason Ford, but he's doing a lot of porn stuff. That's what I wish Legacy was, was just like, okay, so it's like Jason Bourne, but it's not Jason Bourne. Okay, I'm down with it. I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy Renner just should have been in Green Zone. He'd have a whole different career. I think, oh man, the Green Green Zone was even, even the, the director of Green Zone was involved with the Bourne movie. It's, uh, yeah, Paul Greengrass, right? Greengrass, yeah. Yeah, who does, uh, he did uh, Supremacy. Uh, yeah, and Ultimatum. Over... Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah, and Jason Bourne. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, who did Legacy? Tony Gilroy does, Gilroy, uh, does, yeah. does Legacy. Um, who, of course, directed Michael Clayton. Um, yeah, so there you go. Bourne Legacy is a very um confused we didn't need it take that for whatever it is you will though i will say watch it <laughs> yeah you know you don't I mean, need it <laughs> and if you haven't see, if you've seen it and you and you had a, a negative remember you know negative memory of it uh it might be worth checked out again because i did and I, and watching it again i'm like you know what I, I i liked it better this time yeah uh you know hey hey what did this movie do better jeremy renner better at parkour than uh matt damon so if you're into that you know that's true. There was yeah. that was quite the parkour, parkour scene. Have we oh yeah, I was, that? I just, as a society, we don't park building. <laughs> and be like, yeah, I'm gonna find my way to the roof of this building pretty easily. I think uh, is it the Bond movies that really got that going? Yeah, it was uh, Casino Royale. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, and then the Office did it, or yeah, the Office parried the it, office and that's when uh, it died as a fad. As you go, okay, you're being made fun of by the most watched show. Let's uh, yeah, better we better quit. Uh, let's knock it off parkour. Yeah, Adidas is like, okay, we're not gonna make parkour shoes anymore. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that'll do it. Uh, for the oh, we do have uh, our next movie lined up, uh, kind of here in 2020, uh, new year, new stars of movies is uh, how we're doing it. I am blanking on what it is. You're, you're oh. doing Jack Ryan. Shadow Recruit. Shadow Recruit, yeah. Yeah. So we we have Chris Pine taking up the the reins of the of the Jack Ryan uh, horse. Yeah. Uh, oh, and this this will be interesting. Uh, it's a very interesting franchise. Uh, and which tra- one are you going to go back and watch? Well, yeah. I mean, you want to try to make a timeline of uh, Jack Ryan films. Good luck. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. Oh, can I can I add one more thing that is yeah. I consider a positive, but maybe um, people around me may consider a negative uh, from the Born Legacy is 
and now I refer to all my anytime I need like pills as my chems. Uh, so like when I need ibuprofen, I'm like, oh, I got to grab a couple chems. Yeah, I, you need the chems. Yeah, I got to get the chems. You got the chems? I need the chems. Yeah. What do you mean? You know, chems. Yeah, you know, I'm going to call that a positive, too, because cool. uh, I have not started doing that pills. But one thing I wrote down, in my notes, one thing I wrote down was I need the chems. So I was <laughs> chems are what really stood out from this from this film was uh, his need of chems that just really went away by our the hour half mark. <laughs> got that. Yeah, they got they got that solved. Oh, thank God there was a shot. <laughs> I'm cured. I'm cured of my addiction where I was willing to kill Oscar Isaac had it come to it. <laughs> At the very least, lie to him. Yeah. Uh, so that'll do it for this week. Uh, we'll be back uh, for the next episode. We're going to do Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. Until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, a guy to sequel and remix. Stay frosty. Any diminished sensations?